Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. We made it. It's Friday. We made it. It's Friday and it's nearly the end of September, which is pretty oh, scary, isn't it? Really scary. Someone said to me yesterday, oh, well, it's great because, you know, it's Christmas just around the corner. And oh. I was like, Christmas is not around the corner. It's September. Can we please enjoy <laughs> October, Halloween, my birthday, and then we can talk about Christmas in and December. And then we can talk about Christmas. Yeah. Do you know what I was actually going to do this year? I was going to start buying Christmas presents now so that when it comes to December, I'm not, you know, like manically that's all I'm doing that's not my whole focus and I can just enjoy the the other bits and bobs in December but so far I haven't done that yet but I am I think I really will do it I really I'm even just a few things the Black Friday sales are are quite a good opportunity to get your Christmas presents done I think I'm so sorry that we're talking about Christmas it's actually making me feel a bit ill can we just talk about this later on more Christmas advice in October (laughs) yeah um so I'm I've been cold water swimming every day this week I can't, this is this is blowing yeah. my mind. I see people doing it. What what are the benefits? Because for me, I just think, why do I want to go and get cold? Well, there is that, and that is the first thing that comes <laughs> into my head every single morning. Um, so the benefits are: so I started doing cryo at this clinic in Weybridge called Revive, and mm-hmm. that takes you down to I think it's um, I want to say like minus one hundred and ten. So whoa, is that right? I don't or know. Would I die? I don't know. I think you would die, but I who no. am I to say? I've got no idea. I can't, do you know what? Don't hold me to that. that it's just really it, cold. It's just really, really, really cold. You're in a really cryo cold. tank. You have to go, yeah. you, have to, you have to wear things on your extremities and you have to wear a beanie, but the rest of it, you're just in like a sports bra and these pants and you stand in there and you're in there for two and a half minutes and basically your body temperature just starts dropping, dropping, dropping. So you go in there, you put really loud music on, you start dancing and then as the seconds are counting and you're in there for long, you actually can't, like you start slowing right down. It's really weird. So as the body just starts getting colder and colder and colder and colder and colder. Anyway, I came out my first time doing it and I was like, fuck, I'm going to pass out because I've got really low resting heart rate anyway. So I was like, oh God, oh God, sat down. And then within 30 seconds, I felt amazing. Wow. Like, I mean, yeah, euphoric. 
it's, wow. it's really, really euphoric. And so what happens to you? So obviously everyone's into ice baths, everyone's into mm. cold water swimming, all that kind of stuff. And then people are starting to introduce the two minute cold shower at the end of your shower. If you can start doing that and start building up to it, it's just a reset for me. Like I woke up on Monday morning having had major Sunday shivers. Like I felt yeah. really rubbish. I was so tired. I'm sure everybody can relate to that when you've got kids. You then have to start your week again off the back on the back foot. So it's yeah. really helped me this week. I was going to say, I think anything that helps like boost you like throughout the week, because, you know, if you've had a really busy weekend, you almost feel like that Sunday, like, oh my God, panic of, I need to like get yeah. myself back together again for the week ahead because it's all going to happen again and there's nothing I can do about it. Yep. Um, and for me, like Monday is one of my really busy days because I'm in charge of going to pick the kids up from school. The rest of the week, I don't really do it. And I have to get them all to the clubs myself and do dinner and work. And yep. like we quite often record quite a lot on a Monday. And it's always a really busy, busy day. So I always yeah. have to be like fully ready for a Monday. But I mean, I don't cold water swim on a Monday. I just get up <laughs> early and have a cup of tea by myself <laughs> and I am going to start watching Strictly on a Monday morning I decided what do you um, mean I'm going to like record it from the weekend because we will never I just don't think we'd watch it on a Saturday night um I'm going to record it and then I'm going to watch it on a Monday morning and that can At be like my thing yeah I could because it will give me like the nice oh. feeling that like buzzy feeling you know each to their own you like no, cold water swimming I yeah. want to drink tea on the sofa and watch Strictly <laughs> No you judgment know. here, lady. No judgment <laughs> here. I love it. I'm just interested. I wish we lived down the road, then I could run round to you and watch it with you. And then drag me for a cold water swim. I'm swim. glad we don't live near each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I'm up. Do you know what? I can't knock it because I've never tried it, so I don't know. I know right, I have okay. tried it once and I hated it. But next time know. we meet in London, I'm going to take us to a cry- I'm going to take us to a to a cryo chamber, and we're going to just do it, and then we can I can film it, and we can all see what happens to G. Deal? Great. Everyone's game. Really deal. Can't wait. Can't for wait. That. Let's talk about today's podcast, George or Agony Aunt Georgia. Agony Maybe we should you. have names, could, guys. In fact, you you could suggest names for us. For yeah, Zodiac Agony, Zola. That's Agony my Aunt. name. <laughs> Zodiac yeah. Zola. Well, I haven't got one, so I need one. If if anyone's got an idea, then please send it in. But no, in all seriousness, we used to do these Agony Aunt sort of ask us anything, like help us. Q&A is quite a bit and we haven't done any for a while so we thought this could be a bit of a more of a regular like a regular slot that we do maybe every month every couple of months yeah. because they don't like your questions won't always fit into a particular Q&A topic and so we want to be here to help you we, we do it to, for each other when we need we need advice we go to each other so yeah yeah this is basically the equivalent of you sitting around with your girlfriends having a cup of tea we're strictly on in the background and someone in a cryo chamber and just chatting about your issues from the day. So we're here to help you today. George, kick us off. Right, I'm going to kick us off with this one. My mother-in-law is just not interested in her grandkids. Oh, that's really hard. That's really hard. But actually, I think I went through that quite a lot with my own mother at the beginning. It's completely mm. transformed now. It wasn't that she wasn't interested. She just lived in a different country and still yeah. does. But I think I was like, you know on what planet would you not just move your life back and be with your grandkids? That was what I was thinking. And I think I put too much pressure on the fact that she had to perform in a certain way. So I think if you can have a think about whether it's uh, what, what are you expecting from her? Because, yeah. uh, 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 you know, if it's an unrealistic expectation or if it's an ideal, you're seeing it through a different lens or if she's just not that bothered. And if she's not that bothered, 
And if you've reframed that and put that in your head and gone, do you know what? She's just not that interested in the kids. She may at certain, a certain point during their life, maybe when they get a little bit older, she might be able to find, you know, some common ground with them depending on age. Um, but I think at the moment, if you can just try and be like, some people are really maternal, some people want to spend, and some people do not. Yeah. And it's nothing you've done. But no. actually, just thinking about that, I think the mother, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, relationship can be quite tricky yeah. and I think depend I don't know you know this per, the personality of your mother-in-law but I do sometimes think that there's a real thing of not wanting to be an interfering mother-in-law and I wonder I mean I might be completely wrong but it's worth thinking about whether she might feel like not that comfortable and she doesn't really know what her place is so mm. I don't know if you've kind of explored that whether she feels yeah like if she feels like she can't get involved um it might be worth talking to your husband to see if he, what he thinks does he think it's because she feels like she doesn't want to step on anyone's toes and she just feels a little bit like not that confident or is it that she's just not like Zoe said she's just not maternal and that there's nothing you can do about it really yeah and I can really sympathize with this because I don't want to go into too much detail because I think you know sometimes with the family stuff it's important it's not my mum but we the kids don't have a relationship with my mother-in-law mm, like the yeah. last time we saw her pretty much was 2018 wow. um, and you know at a certain point she was so involved with our lives and it's really really sad um, mm. and that, and, you know, I remember vividly one of the last conversations with her I, I had was, you know, your role as grandma is really important. And she almost couldn't understand that that was just her role. You know, there yeah. was more like, well, I'm just, I'm just granny. And it's like, but grandma's really important. So yeah. I think it's so complicated. Like Georgia said, with the daughter-in-law, mother-in-law relationship, I would chat to your husband or if, you know, your partner and yeah, maybe even have a conversation with her. Yeah. Just yeah, just to see, like, just so then you know you've you've tried everything, and then I think you can feel you'd feel more at peace it, with it yeah. if you've you know tried everything, and then yep. you know you know what this is best for all of us. We've set that boundary. She's not interested. Let's yep. you know, let's, move, let's on. move on. Suffering from burnout, everything is too much. I can't keep on top of everything. Tips to make life easier. I feel like we've been here over yep. the past however many years we've been doing this podcast. We've been at this point numerous times haven't we what yep. would you say what are your tips when you start you know start to approach that I think the first one is well done for saying that you're burnt out mm. um because I think you have to get to this point where you actually realize that you can't carry on going the speed that you're going at and the way that you're feeling so it's almost like you know coming forward and saying help I need help you're at a point where yeah. you need help at the moment that's a that's a really brave so well done for getting here um the first thing I would do is have a look at what things you can change and the things that are the non-negotiables i.e you know what is it is it you know all the housework is it your job is it the kids as well is it all of those things and what can you ask for help with I think also speaking to partners speaking to friends and saying this and I'm not coping particularly well so I need extra help with x y and z carving out those moments for you if you feel like you get to the end of the day and you are and you feel like you've been trampled on like a doormat the whole day and you are wrung out it is the worst place to be there's no mm -hmm. satisfaction in that so I think you need to schedule in those bits in the day where you say, do you know what? I'm going to put myself first before I yeah. do anything else. I, I absolutely second that. So, yeah. yeah, I always think when I look back at those times when I've been approaching burnout, it's it, those are the times when you feel like dropping the things for yourself. But actually they are the times when it's 
even more important to do those little things for yourself to make yourself feel better because then you cope so much better yeah I agree with so it's just about like setting some boundaries what you know what are the non-negotiables what do I absolutely have to do what can I let slide lowering your standards sometimes as well like Mm. we have such high expectations of ourselves and we cannot do everything so it's I think it's just about lowering your expectations of things and also booking in time like don't have crazy weekends like use the week tends to re- recharge it's actually okay to do that and it can feel a shame like oh I really want to socialize but sometimes you do just need that little like reset mm. but yeah we we've done so many We're episodes on burnout as well so go back and have a listen to some of them um they also may really help um I th- I saw this question and I thought god this is a this is a tricky one so I'd be interested to see what you think so my husband has a work conference in the US when I'm 36 weeks pregnant I want him to go. Um, he doesn't, as it's close to my due date with my third baby. What would you do in my situation? I just think it's a great career opportunity and it's only for six nights. Oh, yeah. He's got to go. Yeah. He's got to go. 36 yeah. weeks pregnant and it's only for how long? Six nights. Oh, at hun- I mean, 100%. Yeah, I On, think so. You know, if it's a great career opportunity, that would be my advice. I'd be pushing 36 weeks pregnant. I think I've... Can you still fly at 36 weeks pregnant or is it like no, 35? You can't. Can't, you no, can't do it at that no, point. No, 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 you can't. No, so you couldn't, you couldn't go as well. No. Yeah, but I, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, 36 weeks pregnant, you know, that's, you're still in an ideal world a month away from, from due date. So, you know, I, I think you should just be saying to him, look, this is an amazing opportunity for you. I'm going to be absolutely fine. If anything happens, I'll call. You can get on a flight. You know, yeah. it's like these things, you're, you're never really that far away from somebody. I know America is, is quite far, but you're, you're a flight. And if anything happened, he would just come back. Yeah. Um, so I'm yeah, I would be pushing him to go. Yeah, me too. I think exactly you're doing the right thing. And also it's, it's case by case. You know, if you're the one, you're the pregnant one and your husband is going and you're happy with it, then absolutely like he should definitely yeah. do it i love the way she's gone third baby as well so she's like third baby i, I mean know. yeah <laughs> she's like yeah i mean we've done this before it's fine actually as well that's if the, if you've got a history of like you know going into labor early then maybe it's slightly different but it doesn't sound like it it sounds you know you don't seem worried so i would say you're not worried i love how she's encouraging him yeah, to go like too. i think that's really supportive and you sound like you're an amazing person so yeah Book his yeah. flights, pack his bags, yeah, off he goes. Six nights alone go. in the bed. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, my daughter, who's three years old, can't decide on clothes. Oh my God, you're writing this for me. It's a nightmare. <laughs> she screams. I give her two options, but she doesn't help. But it doesn't help. She just goes to her cupboard, pulls everything out and cries. Oh my God. We could both have written this. This yeah. is like, I told I find it so frustrating like so frustrating even this morning I gave Gigi first school she can either wear a cardigan or a jumper she doesn't know she can't decide she doesn't want either of them it's a big big deal it's a big hoo-ha and I think no it's not it's not an option though George there there aren't two uh, options right (laughs) you just leave a cardigan out and if she doesn't want to wear it you just put it in her bag and then she walks out the door cold that is exactly what I've now learned it's not oh would you like this or do you like this they can't compute it at that age yeah so it's like then it becomes really overwhelming so it's like it's and also to this lovely lady because I know I'm going through it I'm learning as I'm going through it with Luna but it's not two options 
it's not you could wear this or you could wear this at that point they know that they can be like oh well uh, you know I don't want any of it it's like that's what you're wearing today let's leave it out the night before I've left it out for you and I think leaving stuff out the night before is a good tip because then the mornings yeah. aren't stressful and then if they won't get dressed they won't get dressed like uh, I'm like that's what you're wearing see so you not I can't do it with Luna now because she's seven and she decides but for ages it was just like this is what we've decided that's what you're wearing come down when you're ready yeah yeah I'd love really to hard. say that yeah with Gigi it's like I just can't even I can't even express she will only wear shorts and a t-shirt she like she pulls it off her body if she puts it on I completely get you but it is like Zoe says it's like yeah. making it as not complicated it's just yeah. this is what it is here we go but like yeah someone, someone <sighs> said to me that when they look at their wardrobes because Luna does this and I've really really been going through it with her as you guys know but when she looks at her wardrobe and she's trying to pull bits together it's so overwhelming for her it's mm. like brain overload so it we just simplify everything now and I just don't get caught up in that manipulative because it's not about what they're wearing it's about the control and yeah, it's it about is. attention yeah. from you and it's about you going oh darling it's okay uh, why don't we just do and then they've got you and then you start getting stressed more and more stressed they feed off that stress because they know they've got you right there so it's like it's just a case of being like right we've left your clothes out the night before here they are they're on the floor we're getting you ready and that's it yeah yeah no absolutely try it <laughs> try it try I'm going to try it we'll be right back after this short break small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? My mum friends always try to organise a meal and I don't want to go. What should I say? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really busy every day mm. for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm washing my hair. I've got a I date with the Netflix. If you... You say call them mum friends. If you don't want to hang out with them, then that you don't have to be friends with them. Like no. the, you just don't. Like you've got to be brutal sometimes, I think, and just distance yourself if you if you're your not friends? enjoying their relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I think there's a lot of pressure to have a mum group of friends, but actually if you're you know, if you don't want to hang out with them, then what's what's the point? There's no, you don't need them. So I, I wish I could speak to this lovely lady and say, do you not just want to go for the dinner? Do you like having them as friends and you're quite happy to see them at the school gates and have chats with them? You might do the pickup one day. They might do the pickup the other day. Or do you just not like them? Because mm. I think that's, that's you know, because I've got a lovely group of mum friends at Luna and Kit School. And sometimes on a Friday, we go back to one of their houses and we might have a glass of wine. It's really nice. But I don't get involved in any of the dinners or they went to a festival together the other day. And they're such a lovely group of friends. But that's just because my life is too busy. 
Yeah, you and just don't I have prioritize time. other things, mm. and that doesn't mean I don't like them because I like them all enormously. So I'm wondering what it is with this lady. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, you, you you get to set the rules. Do you know what I yeah. mean? You can see them at the school gates and be friendly and like them, and not want to hang and not want to go for dinner. That's fine. They will also they'll soon get the hint. Like I think you can. There's people you try and include sometimes, and if they, you know, they just don't want to be included, you soon get that that you think, oh, okay, it's cool. Like it doesn't. It's not a bad thing, I think. You just do what you want to do, I think. Yeah, agreed. Do I have another baby? My boy is three years old, but my marriage is struggling. Okay. Um, George, what's your advice on this? I mean, I would say there's two parts of this. Do I have another baby? If you want another baby, you'll never regret having another baby. But I think if your marriage is struggling, that is what needs to be fixed first, Mm -hmm. if it can be fixed. I think that's the thing to work on first. Just because, you know, your son is three, the age gap, if that's what you're worried about, it it will, you know, that doesn't really doesn't matter. I think you need to get your, you know, your relationship into a good place first, because we all know the immense pressure that having a new baby puts on a relationship. And I think... Yeah, it will do you so much good to, you know, be on the same page if, you know, if you can be, iron out Mm. any issues, get yourself into a good place. Even, you know, for the next six months, work on that. Mm. And then maybe think about having another baby. That that would be like, you know, and I know we don't, it's not always like that. You know, I when I fell pregnant with Gigi, I don't think James and I were probably in the best place, but it happened and obviously we did get through it. But I just think if you if you're planning it, surely the best way is to try and fix the relationship first. I would completely agree with you, George. Mm. That's lovely advice because that is that is everything. You know, if your marriage is solid, you guys can handle everything together. If it's on the rocks and you're introducing another baby, you know what happens when you have a a new baby. Everything goes into flux again. The lack of sleep, the lack of intimacy, the lack of time together. Um, Mm. That can cause a whole, you know, that could be the final nail in the coffin. So I think George is right. I would really work on fixing your marriage, trying to kind of work out where the struggles are, what you guys can do, and then think about the baby after. That would be my... Yeah, I would agree with you. Absolutely. How do I get my four-year-old to enjoy school? He cries before he goes in. He does have one friend. Oh, God, you know what? I was thinking about this today because I mentioned that that Gigi really likes school and then she started saying a few things like, I just don't want to, I just don't really want to go to school. And there's nothing that, it's not like she had, like this person, you know, she's got a friend there. There's nothing she's like, you know, there's nothing she said she doesn't like. It feels weird because you think, oh, but you should be really enjoying it. And you almost feel like, oh, my God, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? How do I get how do I get them to enjoy it? But I would say I think it's just about, you know, talking very positively about school, Mm -hmm. talking about the things that they enjoy. That's what I always, you know, when she starts saying that she doesn't oh I don't really want to go I talk about things like oh what but what are you going to have for lunch and like almost reframing her thoughts about school rather than it being like oh my god I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna be at home and with all my toys which she loves it's more oh my gosh but I'm gonna get to do all of these things and we just kind of focus on that when she you know when she finishes school I'm like oh what did you enjoy you know like what was good good today yeah Yeah, all of that kind of stuff what was funny like all of that and I try and bit of the day yeah and I just try and talk yeah it's always lunch and I just try and talk about it in a really positive way and I think the tears it can feel 
really like a lot when it's you're you know you're at the gate and you're trying to get them in and they're crying and it, it and I think you just have to like put your feelings aside and just be very neutral and calm and just talk to them and be like you know I know you're upset but you're gonna have to go in we have to go to school it's really great blah 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 and then re- keep reinforcing all of that positive positivity about school and I do it will get better like it really really well mm. it absolutely will sometimes it just they're tired or it just takes a little while for them to get used to but I'm sure like nine times out of ten it will it, it you know probably by half term you're you'll think oh wow can't you know I can't believe where we were for so little like four is so little you know and he's probably just been used to being with you like Georgia said being at home with his toys and then suddenly he's got you know school for a four-year-old when they walk into that reception class if they haven't been you know at a nursery or preschool before um it's a completely different shift um being away from you as well like Georgia said it's just all around that positive language just keep reiterating to him that you know all of the great things and all of the friends that he's going to meet but also I think there's a level of expectation from us and pressure mm. that they should just love school you know exactly he should be really enjoying it it's like exactly. well why because he's away from you he's away from home he's got to make new friends um you know all of all of my kids have been through this and and actually Luna this morning was like I really really don't want to go and mm. I was like I really get that I really hear you and then because sometimes know, we wake up and we don't want to do things like that's just yeah. you know it's natural how to be more confident with yourself and not care what others think right gosh confidence starts from our internal dialogue how we are speaking to ourselves mm. and i think it's really important to start changing the narrative on how you see yourself and how you feel on the inside when you look in the mirror so yeah. um really good tip that someone gave me once and this was about my postpartum body was i would stand in front of the mirror and i would just feel awful I mean I was low enough anyway and then I saw myself and was like I couldn't feel any connect to my body and I really started to and I still do this to myself now like standing in front of the mirror and really you know using positive language about what sort of a friend I am and what sort of a mother I am and you know career person and just all of my sort of positive I just give myself a bit of a bum slap in the morning and go you go get Mm. them like I really do it every single day because it really keeps me feeling like I can handle things and I think some of the things you say to yourself, you would never say to another human being. So yeah, why do you so feel true. that you can say them to you? To you, you have to mm. look after yourself more than anybody else. Um, mm. And I think we always put way too much focus on what we, how we look, and it's it's really all about how we feel. And I think sometimes social media can really be a negative in that when you're sort of endlessly scrolling and seeing perfectly curated Instagrammers and fashion people and all this, and you you just feel a bit shit about yourself. But you mustn't. You must attach the two. Yeah, I was going to say as well, like not to getting to a place where you don't care what people think. I think that we actually focus, we worry what other people think, but actually it's good to remind yourself that most people don't really care that much about other people's lives. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like we really think that others will care what we do, care what we say, care how we act. But actually, most of us are more focused on our own lives and have enough going on in our own lives. And I think sometimes it's good to remind yourself of that, that why, you know, why would I care what somebody else thinks who has absolutely nothing to do with my life, has no impact on, you know, no impact on me, no, like, really doesn't know me that well. And I think sort of reminding yourself of that, like, why would we dictate how we live our lives based on what other people think we shouldn't we literally shouldn't I was just trying to think about what scenario 
anybody would be judging my life anyway. Exactly. That's what I mean. No one cares. Yeah. Like, when it comes down to it, not many people care. And the people that do, like, they're not the people to worry about, I personally mm. feel. Like, mm. it, if someone wants to judge you, then, like, they're not worth your time or effort. I, I, I actually do. I actually do. So I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, George, I think you're maybe a bit better about sort of brushing things away. You know, if someone might mm. say something to you or you feel like you're being judged or I don't know, I, I take it quite to heart and I have been known to get really upset. I think because of what I do and, you know, mm. if I get trolled or someone says something really nasty to me, I can't help but like that penetrates my soul because I'm a good person and I wouldn't want anybody to think that I wasn't a good person. Then at the mm. same time, I'm like, well, I'm worried about a stranger saying that exactly. I look anorexic. Exactly. Like, take your negativity elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think the confidence thing has to come from like that deep feeling of I am worthy and I'm good enough. And you should definitely say your affirmations every day. Caring about what other people think, that takes a wh- that takes a while. It does. I mean, I, that's the thing. I, I, it's weird because I don't think I've ever really cared. Like that sounds no. bad, but I, I have always been quite like, just I just don't. I just think oh, I, just can't yeah. be, I just can't be bothered to care I just just don't I just literally just don't care what other people think <laughs> but I would say I just don't um but I would say in terms of confidence like there's been loads of things that you know doing this podcast for instance like speaking in public these sorts of things I definitely didn't have like bags of confidence to do and I do think sometimes it's like baby steps pushing yourself into situations where you don't feel confident but when you do overcome it it's amazing. It feels mm. great. Even if it's small things, like really little things that you can overcome. I just think that does wonders for your confidence. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Great advice, George. Guys, thank you so much for sending in your questions for this week. Uh, time is up. But again, these Q&As are for you and we love doing them. Um, so if we didn't get to your question today, we're really, really sorry. You can drop us a DM anytime. As always, we'd love you to rate, review, subscribe and please give our podcast a little follow. Yeah. And if you've got any suggestions for these Friday Q&As, then please do drop us a DM on Instagram. We're on at Made by Mummers. And actually, we're on TikTok as well. So find us on there. Um, and we'll be back on Tuesday. Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.